Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini-series on the Fit Design Podcast, where we take bite-sized pieces of the Fit Design content you know and love and break it down for you into easy-to-understand bite-sized episodes. On today's FitBite, I'll be taking you guys through some of my personal tips in terms of how I managed to turn my sportswear design hobby into a full-time business. With a full client roster, over a dozen staff, and recurring and stable revenue that is consistently growing month-to-month. I know a lot of creatives that are in the same boat and if you have something that you're truly passionate about and are contemplating taking it to the next level, then this FitBytes for you. Getting right into it, I'll run you guys through the five key values that I believe were so integral throughout this process. Number one and probably most importantly is the power of consistency. I realized super early on that in order to get better at anything, whether it was as a hobby or even professionally, I had to put in the time. It sounds so simple, but it's a concept that is foreign to most people, especially when it comes to execution. Consistency was simple. It allowed me to focus on developing these skills that I need. It gave me many at-bats in order to try, to learn, to fail, to overcome obstacles, to face obstacles. And just by doing it over and over, rinsing and repeating that process, it just put me in a mindset of growth and being consistent and continuing to grow. It also maximizes my opportunities to learn. And when you're starting out with anything, you need to give yourself the opportunities. You need to put yourself in these scenarios where you are learning. If you don't try something over and over and you don't give yourself those like that platform or that arena, you're not going to learn, you're not going to grow, you're not gonna expose yourself, and it's like riding a bike. The first time you try riding a bike, it's going to be horrible, wobbly, you're not gonna be able to get the hang of it, but you try again and again and again, and slowly by slowly, you overcome small obstacles, you learn different things, you try a different scenario, maybe you try wobbling a bit to the side or a bit to the other side, but you only do this by trying over and over. You can't just read about something and learn how to implement it. Repetition here is truly the mother of skill and you are a manifestation of the things you do day in, day out. Not the things you do once and you learn all about, the things that you repeat over and over. It's so important as well, when you take the decision to become consistent despite the ups and the downs, consistency becomes a part of your psyche. It becomes ingrained in your character. You become the type of person to be consistent even when the going gets tough. So consistency here is so important. It's not only about trying something over and over to learn from it. It's also about ingraining the pattern of consistency in your mindset and in your head. Number two on the list is focus on providing value. When you do something as a hobby, you do it for yourself. You do it as a personal endeavor. It's a very internalized process and mindset. But when you want to turn this hobby into a business, you bring customers into the mix, you bring employees into the mix, and potentially even down the line shareholders into the mix. So you go from doing something for your own personal satisfaction and gratification to something that is intended to enhance and to bring value into other people's lives and their businesses. And you do this by focusing continuously on providing value, on finding what your value add is as a person and as a company. This value-based first mindset is a bit of a difficult transition, especially when it comes to creative pursuits where, like I mentioned, you have such an internalized process, this creative 
passionate pursuit in your head and it can be so difficult to detach yourself from this pursuit and to, to approach it from more of a business value creation mindset. But believe me, this transition is one of the most important ones you're going to do. At the end of the day, you are in business to provide a service, to provide a value, to enhance people's lives. And that should be the primary function of a business. I see a lot of people say that it's so important to turn something that you're passionate about into a business, but that may not necessarily be the truth. Some things for your life are only meant to stay as hobbies or passions. I'm giving you guys my personal experience where I did successfully manage to turn something that I was passionate about, but also there were many trade-offs. To this day, there are many things that I do that are more business-oriented first for the betterment of the, of the customer, for the betterment of the company, and ultimately for the betterment of my team. I'm putting those needs ahead of my own because I'm focusing on the business and not necessarily on my hobby anymore. And that's the price you pay transitioning from a hobbyist into a full-time business. Number three is have a business and structure mindset. One of the most difficult things when it comes to turning a hobby into a full-time business is essentially going from a team of one all the way to a team of many. Humans are very unpredictable and it can be very difficult to bring people on and to trust them with the work that you're doing. It can be so easy to have an emotional attachment to the work that you're doing, especially once you've racked up the hours that it takes to get something even remotely off the ground. But this is where the importance of structure comes into play. When you treat your work as a business, as an entity, you focus on good hiring and training practices on company culture, on creating a chain of command. This is where you go from a freelancer or a hobbyist mindset into a true entrepreneur or a business mindset. I also also believe that a business or going into business can only be justified if you're trying to actively scale it and grow it. There's absolutely no point in actually setting up a business, hiring people, bringing them in, if you don't aim high, you need to make sure that you're leveraging and that you're treating your business in a way that is intended for scale and for long-term growth. My belief is that if you aim for the moon, you'll end up amongst the stars. Number four is automation and delegation. Because you need the help of others, knowing how to delegate and to distribute your workload effectively is going to be a key driver towards scaling your business long-term. There's absolutely no point in hiring and training someone simply for you to choose to do the work yourself, simply because of poor hiring choices, poor training choices, or because of your own ego. I also believe that where necessary, you should set your business in a way that minimizes human error by automating your tasks and unifying expectations amongst your team. Also, you can do this by observing the way that your business works, observing the systems and the workflows, and even bringing in different technological tools or hardware tools that can help to alleviate the human component in some areas. That way you and your team can focus on the things that will require your attention and your creativity. Number five on our list is going to be risk and pain tolerance. There's no reward without risk. Your greatest achievements are going to be a direct result of your greatest risks in life. And when taking a risk, it's so important to do so on a strong foundation. It's important to focus on building up the pillars of oneself first before going ahead and taking these risks. These are going to include things like your technical ability, your creative ability, your leadership skills, and most importantly, your problem solving and emotional intelligence ability. Knowing how to deal with others on a day-to-day -day basis is so crucial when it comes to business. You're going to be exposed and you're going to need to do so and to need to navigate carefully. Also, Pain tolerance here is equally as important to risk tolerance. 
there's going to be no shortage of problems that you're going to have to deal with on a daily basis. And the way that you react to and the way that you resolve these problems is absolutely going to be a key determinant in terms of the success of your business long term. You can either choose to take ownership of your life and face the problems you have head on and trust that things are going to work out in your favor, or you can choose to curl up and to blame others for the problems you have and do nothing about it. I truly believe that you can judge a size over the size of a man by the size of his problems. Well, guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this FitBite. To recap quickly, I truly believe that these guiding values have been such an integral part of my journey from going from a hobby into a full-time business, one that I'm extremely proud of and one that, of course, still has its trials and tribulations. I think that's the absolute beauty of anything that you do in life that's worth it. It's always going to be a challenge and a journey, and that's just part of growing, and it gives you something to strive for and to wake up to every day. Guys, if you enjoyed this bite and want to hear other episodes like this, consider subscribing to this podcast playlist. Also, if you want to hop on a one-on-one consultation call, check the link in the description. We can discuss anything from your personal style to setting up a business, to creating unique and original fashion designs, to setting up a manufacturing hub, and all the way to your marketing techniques and your practices. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fitbite. Until next week's episode, stay awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FitBite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.